Hi, this is Luca. And this is Laura. And this is the Career Beat Talks podcast. Where we bring you the latest insights from the world of recruiting. From both sides, the candidate's perspective and the company's perspective. Let's jump right in. Today, I want to share one of, I think, the weirdest recruiting stories that I personally experienced when I was looking for a job back, you know, in the days. Um, and it was so interesting because um, I went there for the first interview and they were also a little bit more in the recruiting area, actually. And then the first interview was like, you know, a lot of crazy questions, um, something like, you know, uh, who of people who are dead would you want to revival or something? Like and I was like, you know, I, I love it. <laughs> and I love interviews. So I had some good answers prepared for the weirdest questions. Okay. So I love this type of, you know, challenging questions. But the weirdest thing was not that. So after this, I was like, okay, challenging questions. Okay. Let me go home now. After that, they called me and were like, oh, yeah, you passed to the second round and um, come in another interview. And everyone was, you know, just mentioning positive, positive and how beautiful and how cool. And, and I was like, this is too weird for me. Like, it cannot be perfect. You know, a job can never be perfect. And then I was like, what do you not like about working here? And then they were like uh super like confused about my question and then they tried to say something, but it was super vague. You know, I was like, this doesn't seem right to me. But then they were like, hey, you passed also the second interview. Why don't you come one day to, you know, work here and, and experience how the work is? So we made a date. I came in that date. And it was so weird because I felt nobody knew that I was coming. So it was like I arrived and they were like super lost. Like, what should I do? Then instead of showing me what the work is, they put me into another interview scenario. And I was like, wait, I already had like two interviews. Wasn't this the day I was like trying out the work? So after that, I was like, no, this doesn't make sense for me at all. And then afterwards, when I learned what the work was really about, um, I didn't even want to do it. So it was so weird. <laughs> like, I'm, <I> still, <laughs> I'm still thinking about this what was the question what what have what dead people would you like to revive do you know yeah. your answer still i think it was something like um you know i come from ecuador and um i think from the more you know perspective of indigenous knowledge that i don't know so i said someone from that and like really understand oh a little bit more but you know it was like you mm -hmm. needed to be super you know, <laughs> creative. <laughs> I don't know what skill you need for that. <laughs> yeah, that's that could go right into the book of the 100 most terrible yeah, uh, recruiter questions. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. But yeah, that that's very interesting, and I love that we keep this episode maybe a bit more more lighthearted because normally, right, we're always talking about oh, this is how recruiting should be, um, but uh, and this is what you should do. But we also have to acknowledge, I think, sometimes that recruiting is not perfect and it's a really I, sometimes it's really unprofessional uh, profession i have to say um no matter if you're talking like agency recruiter who just want to make quick money or you talk internal recruiters who are maybe very demotivated and don't even want to work in their, their own company anymore right um or sometimes everyone is motivated and has the right attention but uh, it systems are not working because hr typically our IT systems are the last one to get updated because that should be seen as that important. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I love this 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 story. Um, 
maybe to 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 add one myself the first interview question i think i got was um so, so context interview for a student job um first with my direct supervisor so to say co-worker was very good very normal we got along good and then there was a second with basically the the manager and this manager was so weird and he was asking me I, he, I don't know. I was already, like always oh, all these personal question. I was already like super uncomfortable. And then the one that finally broke me was, if your life was a biography, what would be the title of the biography? <laughs> what was it, Lucas? <laughs> no, don't make me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The thing is, I don't even remember what exactly I said, but I just know it was super embarrassing because. <laughs> Um, I, 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 for some reason, the only thing I could think of was that I was very shy growing up. This, this shy young boy with the long hair that did not want to talk and look you into the eyes. Um, and I remember going something about this and saying something about how socially, I don't know, I, I get embarrassed now even thinking about it, but I don't yeah. remember the title, but it was, it was something a, a, along those lines. And so basically what I did, I was like disclosing this information to this older manager right which is super uncomfortable but yeah yeah and then, absolutely and the biggest answer why you should not ask this question is because exactly what i did was like after the interview in the evening i was like so embarrassed and i was like why, why are you asking this like i don't think that's relevant at all and so i was then sending them an email saying hey i'm sorry i'm um not taking this job i'm not interested anymore right yeah so. good <laughs> very good that you didn't take this job sounds weird <laughs> Hi, this is Laura. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you're truly enjoying it. And if I could ask for one little favor from you, it would be that you make sure to follow this podcast and also rate it. This will truly make such a big difference for us here in CareerB so that we start reaching more people who are looking for a job in Germany and also more companies who are looking for talents. Thank you so much for doing this. We skipped some weird companies, let's put it this way, or at least some, not the company per se must be weird, but at least weird interview processes. Um, thinking about a good experience though, just to also, you know, not only talk about this ones, I think I, I really loved the experience I had uh, when I did my interview for Roche, when, you know, the company that I worked in uh, for I think three years, it was super cool because um, in the beginning, you know, the typical CV, then you had the short call and I found the short call to be so nice. Like they really wanted to get to know you. I really had the feeling they were super open. I even said some, you know, I, I feel one of my answer was so bad Uh, I think I've mentioned it in another podcast, but they asked me like, where else did you apply? And I was like, I applied at BSF, but I got a rejection. And I was like, why did I just say they rejected me? Now they will not also like, they will not want me, um, but they still gave me the chance. And then they invited me to an assessment center, super well organized. And like, I didn't have to do much. I just arrived there and it was one and a half days. And it was so cool because you met, like, I think five or six employees of the company already, uh, people that I was going to work with later on anyway. Um, and even if I didn't get the job, I mean, luckily I got it, but even if I hadn't, I felt I learned so much. Like it really gave me back so much this process. I learned so many skills just in this one and a half days. So I feel this really left 
an amazing impression on me. So there are also very, you know, good processes out there. It's very interesting that you mentioned an assessment center as part of one of your, your best recruitment processes, because I would guess if you ask our audience, like 95% would say, oh God, no, I don't like assessment centers. And also um, probably if you ask people what's their worst recruiting experience, I think we'd get a lot of stories that, that contain like assessment centers. So that's, that's sure. very interesting. <laughs> so maybe if you're, if you're listening to this, to this podcast right now, I would be very curious, put us into the 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 comments um what was your worst recruiting experience and uh, did it entail like an assessment center or was it just like regular interviewing <laughs> yeah yeah i think one thing that i've heard a lot is um people going into an interview and like nobody being aware like prepared not aware prepared mm -hmm. for this interview like the managers really like lost in the process not knowing what to ask and then like the candidate being like oh my god i don't even know yeah. <laughs> what to do so i feel yeah. that happens also a lot <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like what even worse than that is that I, i i heard this recently i don't even remember where it's where the candidate was supposed to structure the interview so Manager comes into the the uh, into the interview and just said, "Yeah, here we are. So let's do it." So and then, <laughs> like, not even having like questions to guide the interview, no like, way. huh? I mean, there is some sort of social norm how we're going to conduct this, right? And if you tell me before, I can present something. That's cool, but right, right, because we have this shared belief that this is how an interview is going to be. You have to have someone who structures. But yeah, of course, I also understand some managers they never trained um, on on interviewing, so sometimes. The, uh, the the way they are conducting it might be different um but yeah yeah this of course should not be the way it goes yeah and maybe to bring in about a little bit of a different you know topic same area would be to look into experiences with headhunters or you know recruiting agencies and um, i feel like there's also so much going on uh, of course also a lot of good things but Like I've heard of so many people who have had so weird experiences with headhunters, like, um, mm. I, like you know, getting contacted by someone, putting in a lot of hope on your end, and then you know just disappearing one mm -hmm. moment to the other, or you know, so many things going wrong. I don't know yeah, if you have uh, one story that comes to your mind when it comes to you know working with a headhunter. Uh, yeah, maybe not one uh, specific story, but I think the, the problem with 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 this is oftentimes is, and we do the same, right? So it's it's uh, we we also have to be careful. But of course, the headhunting business or the external recruitment agency business, the idea is that you uh, find candidates for a company and then you get paid like a reward, so to say for when this person get hired, right? So the company can be sure, well, the recruiter will only get us good profiles that we are interested in. And if they want to make the commission, then they better send us good, good candidates, right? That's the, the whole idea. The problem with that sometimes is that, of course, it incentivizes the recruiter to only focus on the top candidates, right? So what a lot of time happens is, hey, you schedule a call, recruiter is excited first about the prospect of this working out. And then during the interview, maybe they realize some things and suddenly you're not interested anymore and they treat you like a second class applicant or second class talent mm. right so uh, i i think that's also where they're not replying a lot of times is is, is coming from because they feel like well this kind of this, i'm not earning any money here so i'm also not interested at all compared to an in-house recruiter where usually they work on a guaranteed salary of whatever in, in germany mostly between i don't know 50 and 70,000 probably um depending on the the experience by now uh, maybe sometimes a little bit less sometimes a little bit more 
but um they are right of course they 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 are not so much focused on the commission and they want to have a good reputation for the company yeah so oftentimes that's that's from the what we hear from the recruiting world but uh laura you and i were really aware of this right so we're trying to do things a, a little bit different yeah and that, that's what i wanted to say because in the beginning you mentioned we do that also and i know what you meant by that is the model of how <laughs> it not, works but not the way they work you know that's yes, very yes. important <laughs> yes so the model we work we, we also do depends on what the company wants sometimes we also do what's called retainers so we get paid up front we get paid up part up front but still most of the time companies are used to having this 100% success paid model where they only pay after 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 success and it also makes sense right from a company perspective you want to minimize your risk so i don't have a problem with it i also like it because it motivates me but it's really really important what we're not doing is like ignoring people right so yeah. i really try to give feedback to every candidate um i i really try and this is really important to me i do not want to make a placement if I don't believe that it's a good next step for the candidate, right? Yeah. So if I already believe, well, you're not going to learn anything new, your salary is actually not better than what you're currently doing, then most of the time, and I, I had such a call like this week where I really say, do you really want this opportunity? I'm going to tell you, this is what it entails. Currently, I see you are doing this. I think you will be bored there. Is that true or not? And then the candidate is like, you know, now that you put it like this, yeah, maybe that's not the right opportunity. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but this takes a certain level of, let's say, courage or commitment. Also, of course, on our side, we would say, "Hey, no, this is our ethics. This is how we work, and and this is this is how we want to to run our company." And um, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, I think that's what we care more, like the most about, is on the one hand to provide an outstanding experience for the talents, because I mean. We're also thinking in the long run, right? We want talents to keep on coming back to us because we want to have a big pool of amazing people that sooner or later might be wanting to do a change. So we want to provide a great experience on the one hand. And on the other hand, we also want to provide, you know, a great experience for companies knowing that they get candidates who are actually interested in the job and potentially yes. would want to take it, right? Not just yes. trying out stuff. And on the other hand, we also are very aware that, the moment we work with a company, we become their brand as well. And that's why we want to ensure that the talent who is now, you know, talking with us, but in the name of a, another company knows that this company we work with really cares about talents and really cares about a good recruiting process. So that the stories yeah. we mentioned in the beginning won't happen, you know, that's very important to us. <laughs> Yeah, and also I think you, you said that the talents come back, but also what I realized is a good candidate experience, so to say. So when the people you place are really happy in their in their jobs and happy with you as the process, like they are going to vouch for you internally. So I had this case friendly was for kind of like a, a sales related position, and we got really really um, good. Uh, or I, I it, the 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 process was just great with the with the candidate, right? So we we were really on the same level. We were more talking like we would be maybe afterwards going out for a beer. So we really got along great. And this was so unique that he got hired because it was a great candidate. Got hired by the company, and then he told. HR and company management about this great experience that he had, right? So they come back and they, of course, now they say, well, oh, now we need to hire someone else. We have another position open. Let's go back to this recruitment agency because they really do a, a good job, right? Mm -hmm. So in the end, I think if you're really looking to build a sustainable business, um, then that's uh, the best way forward. 
Absolutely. Great work pays off and you need to do what you love to be able to provide that great service. And we both really, really love <laughs> what we do. And maybe as an additional information, talking about recruiting and finding talents and, you know, providing a great process. Uh, we actually launched a new job board, uh, which is interesting for both sides, you know, talents and companies. Um, it's very interesting for talents because what we are doing and we're building this step by step. So be patient. The board will get better as we also get your feedback. And of course, as we work with more and more companies, but you will find categories to filter for, you know, visa support or the real German language required for a job. So you don't have to read through every job ad. Um, and on top, we, and this is interesting for companies, we also have our premium jobs. And for premium jobs, that means that we take over the first stage of communication um, to ensure that for the companies, they only in the end have to screen candidates that fit the job. And on the other hand, we ensure that every person who applied actually gets a feedback what happened with their application because we don't believe in ghosting. So we are trying to improve also a lot how the application process looked like. And that's why we decided to launch our job board this year. Make sure to check it out if you're a talent. Um, and then also if you're a company, because we're really here to support you find talents first in the job board, but then, of course, also as headhunters in case you want more personalized and more, you know, also faster support. So I think this is a great uh, conversation, Luca, a little bit different than our normal podcast. That's why this time we won't have a summary. But as Luca also mentioned, if you want to share your recruiting story, if it's a fail, a fail or success story, both are val uh, valid. Make sure to also use the comment section here in the podcast. We're happy to read it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We're super happy to have you here. And if you are a company who's looking for talents to expand their team, make sure to check out our services at careerb.de because there we explain how we help you find top talents much faster. And on the other side, if you're a talent who's currently looking for a job here in Germany, then make sure to also check out our website under careerb.de slash talents, because there you'll discover more about our brand new masterclass, where we really guide you step by step on how to find that dream job of yours. But in either case, you can also just send us a direct email to team at careerbeat.de because we're also super happy to address all your questions directly there. Wishing you a wonderful day.